Hey, that's nice. Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Britney Smith Podcast. I am your favorite podcast host, Brittany and Smith, and we are here with a wonderful lady. Her name is Kim Avant-Bab, and she is a boss in and of her own right, and she's also a speaker for the upcoming Hey Girl Conference coming up on May 13th if you're in the tri-state area. We're going to tell you a little bit more about the conference in a few, but just know that Kim is amazing. She's a force to be reckoned with. Kim, thank you so much for joining us today. You're absolutely welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So Kim is a real estate expert, um, and she's going to talk to us a little bit today about how we can also become real estate experts <laughs> and how we can create multiple streams of income for our businesses, for our families, for the legacy that we're trying to create, um, and how she's done that in her own family. Um, so Kim, tell us in your own words who you are and what you do. Sure. Thank you so much. First and foremost, I am a creative soul. I like to start off with that because I think in life, as we navigate through the journey, trying to figure out who we are really in our in our spirit, that that's what I've settled on. I am a creative soul. I'm a creator. And it's the formal, only formal training that I have really, in addition to some other stuff. But I am a I am a landlord strategist. I'm a mom. I am a wife. I'm a sister. I'm a grandma. I should say Nana. Uh, I am an author and a real estate investor. Um, I'm so excited about the chapter that I'm at right now in my life in that I'm in business with my husband and partner. We have a real estate company called Bad Properties that we have been growing and nurturing for over three decades. And basically, we uh, we acquire gut rehab and rent and self-manage rental properties in the Philadelphia area, which is where we were born and raised. And we built that while we were working our nine to fives for over three decades. And uh, I'm excited to say that we can walk and chew gum at the same time, you know, build someone else's empire while we are building our own from six into midnight, uh, in addition to our nine to five. So two years ago, I was blessed and fortunate to fire my nine to five, had a phenomenal uh, 23 year career with the state of New Jersey. Retired after 23 years, and in that space, 25 is the goal. 25 years is the goal, and was blessed to reclaim my time mm. after 23 years because of the work that we had done from six until midnight building our real estate empire. So, uh, I'm excited about that, and then started Legacy Real Estate Consulting, which is our education arm, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we move forward. 
Awesome. Awesome. You've been putting in work. You have been putting in work. Um, and I love how you say you fired your nine to five. I know that there are lots of women listening right now who are like, yes, I want that to be my story. I am waiting <laughs> to fire that nine to five. So um, that's awesome. And then I also love that you mentioned that you built this business, business, not business, built this business with your husband. Um, so it is a family affair. And that is also something to be admired and something to be modeled after. Um, so, so talk to us about how you got into real estate. How did that start? Sure. sure. My husband and I have been friends for 41 years this year, married prayerfully for 39. Pray yes. for us and I'll yes. pray for you because yes. anybody in a relationship, <laughs> not only just marriage, but with your children, your boss, uh, your family, relationships take work, right? Ah, uh, yes, they does. do. Um, <laughs> and so having said that, growing up, my my parents always owned our family home. We always had a you know primary home. However, when I met my husband, not only did they have their primary home, but they had rental properties. Mm-hmm. And I had never been exposed to that before. Fast forward, we got married. My mother-in-law was the financial revolutionary of their mm-hmm. family, right? She had a knack and an interest to buy real estate. And while we brought our primary home after we got married, um, it took her 10 years of really nudging and nagging and calling us on the phone, encouraging us to buy real estate. And we were young, we were partying, we were getting into debt, having kids, and we didn't really have the money. And one particular time, I love telling this story, she called and said she had come across two properties side by side, and that she felt that we should purchase this property. We said, again, mom, we don't have the money. And my mother-in-law, the late Estella Babb, was a, a seamstress. She she worked in sewing factories in Philadelphia, making coats for a living. And back then, unlike now, because my mom was a sewer too, they they earned their money. It's called piecework. So they made their, their earnings based on the number of pieces that they sewed, right? Mm. So my mother-in-law was a sewer, but she was also a saver, smart woman. So when she called us about this property... We said, mom, we don't have the money. She said, listen to her son. I have squirreled away $14,000 for you, for your inheritance. Mind you, she's a sewer doing piecework. And she saved $14,000. She said, the house costs $14,000. I will give it to you today, understanding that when I die, you will not get an inheritance. And that's how we got into buying real estate. We still own that that first home that she gifted us. Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded when I tell that story that, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's a notion, there's a perception, there's an uh, opinion when we hear, you know, the premise that, you know, some people were born with silver spoons in their mouths, right? They've been given everything. Right. Well, this is a gift from a hardworking woman that squirreled mm-hmm. away money, thinking ahead for her future generations, wealth building. Yeah. That's powerful. And gifted that to us. Yeah. That's powerful. That's powerful. Um, And I love the fact um, that you are still being inspired by not only her forethought and her generosity, but you're also inspiring others as a result of that. So she really 
I don't even know if she had an idea of what kind of ripple effect she was starting by doing that. So um, to all the moms out there, you have no idea (laughs) um, what your sacrifices are setting in play for your children and your children's children. That's an amazing story. And I love the fact that you guys still have the property Mm -hmm. um, because it literally is the gift that that keeps on giving. I don't know um, if who lives there, but they're blessed to have a place, a roof over their heads, right? And then you guys have the residual income. And like I said, you're also able to teach this story and you're living the story that you're teaching. So that is incredibly inspiring. Um, And so tell me, uh, because I know that with real estate, there's this myth that it's too hard. It's too confusing. And you have to, you know, know so much to get started. (laughs) Please demystify that for us. It is interesting that you frame that question in just that way. (laughs) We are at the beginning of March. Happy March to the listeners and the viewers. And for the entire month of March, I will be going live every day answering a question. And the first question is the question that you just asked me, because I get that. Is is having rental properties hard? And my response and and my pouring in is most things are like we pay for our ignorance. Mm. I'm not a mechanic. So I pay to get my car maintenance. I don't do my hair. I pay to get my hair done. And if you don't know about real estate, it's going to be hard. So what what's the answer to that? We've got to bone up, create some discipline around educating ourselves, getting into rooms with people who are doing what it is that you want to do right. and learning and bringing value to those conversations based on what you've gone back and learned and are able to apply. So the short answer is anything is hard if you don't know, but once you educate yourself, then it it becomes easier. And I think the audience can relate to that. Absolutely. Excellent answer. I agree 1000% that it's with anything. If you want to know something or want to start to do something, the first step is to educate. The first step is to educate. And I know that Kim and her company is a great resource for that education. So I know we're going to we're going to circle around to this at the end. But Kim, tell us how we can um, watch these lives um, so that we can start to get that access to that information. Sure. So on social media, particularly Instagram, uh, my handle is LLDOCS30. As a matter of fact, it's behind me. Maybe it's not, but uh, LLDOCS30. That's my handle on Instagram. I'll be going live on Instagram and I'm sure you'll uh, add the other contact information in the show notes. But yes, I'll be going live every day answering a different question about rental properties, real estate and managing real estate. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Listen, if it's free, it's for me. Okay. So I'm about to go over and follow right now so that I can get the notifications um, every day when she goes live. Because um, one of the things that I was reminded of, as you were talking about getting the information, um, I thought about, man, I don't have time to learn another thing. And then it's like, but you don't, you don't have, (laughs) you know, you, you can't afford not to make time. Um, because if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and this knowledge that you're going to get is going to help you dig out of the hole that you're in, even if it's a long game kind of situation, maybe you start learning now and you don't purchase your, your next property until six months from now or nine months from now, it's better than not having purchased it at all. It's better than starting a year from now and then waiting nine, 10 months from then to buy your first property. Um, so it really has to be a perspective shift for all of us in terms of how we're going to prioritize our time. If you are team multiple streams, 
Mm -hmm. (laughs) You better make room, you know, schedule time each week to go through. If you can't watch the lives every day, schedule time each week. Okay. Fridays at three o'clock for an hour, I'm going to learn about real estate. Whatever you have to do, you make room and you make time so that you can make it to where you're trying to get to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and and what you what you just said reminds me of two things. Like I am of the uh, opinion I want to stay ready so I don't have to get ready mm. if there's something that I'm you know moving towards. This number one, number two, uh, and that is I have embraced a model in this chapter in my journey uh, of of learn, earn, and return. And that's typically the journey that we're on as individuals. Like we are absorbing and learning as we move through our lives, uh, which I have. And we typically earn based on what we've learned, what value we're able to bring into a company or a space. Uh, And then I'm at the place of returning. So it's learn, earn, and return. My cup is so full in this particular topic area, and we've been so blessed that I want to pour into the community. I want to, as Wall Street Trapper would say, I want to make our last name an asset. I want to help Mm -hmm. you make your last name an asset. You see behind me, bad properties, that is an asset because we built assets around our last name. So I want to pour into the community. I want to help you to grow and learn based on what I've learned. I love that. I love that. And um, when you talk about the return, it's more than even a financial return, right? Mm -hmm. You get back the return of knowing that you've changed someone's life, the the Mm -hmm. fulfillment, you get a return of fulfillment, you get a return of time freedom. And, you know, like there's so many different things that you get back um, from that model. So I love that. Love that. Um, And so let's, let's kind of pivot a little bit. Um, You have this model called the MSRP of landlording for landlording. Talk to us about what that is, what that means, and again, how we can put our toe in the water um, to begin to implement it in our lives. Sure, sure. And and I do coach and train, right? Aspiring and existing landlords and real estate investors. So the landlord MSRP formula and for the retail connoisseurs out there, this is not the manufacturer's suggested retail price. It stands for mindset, skill set, resources, and plan. Mindset, skill sets, resources, and plan. I believe that those four components are a critical recipe and formula to move into managing and owning rental properties. You got to have your mindset right. What is your motivation? Yeah. What's your motivation? What's motivating you? And depending on what that is, is going to drive your behavior, right? Uh, and and your discipline. What's your skill set? I think we have to take an inventory of what skills we bring into the space of wanting to own real estate. Do we have administrative skills? Do we have great communication skills? So I'm going to, you know, unpack what your skill set is. And then resources. You need resources. If you're talking about managing rental properties, acquiring rental properties, you need a room full of folks that you can go to. You need books and and all sorts of resources. You need to be resourceful. If you don't know it, I want to encourage you through this conversation and this uh, assessment to determine where you need to go to get it. And then a plan. Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. (laughs) So I I retired after 23 years as chief strategy officer at a a New Jersey uh, state authority. So I'm a strategist. I'm all about the plan and understanding that it's fluid. So it doesn't have to be fixed, but I need you to take the time 
go inwardly and think about what your goals are and create a plan. So mindset, skill set, resources, and plan is the MSRP formula. I love that. I love that. And you know, I'm I'm good for some letters that that make up words <laughs> that it's easy to remember. So <laughs> I love that so much. Um, so I wanna I wanna tap on the mindset piece. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us because I want the audience to be able to hear and feel how real of a person you are. Because sometimes we hear experts and they're talking, and you know, they are where they are, but we have to be able to connect that they were where we are today. <laughs> right, right. So talk to us a little bit about some of the mindset shifts that you needed to make um, to usher yourself into this season that you're in or this the the boss life that you're living now. We have been afforded, as I mentioned earlier, uh, a 38 year 0% eviction rate, which every mm-hmm. time I say it in every room and every space, like the heads turn and say, What? Yes, 38 years of never evicting anyone, you know, having uh, interviewed uh, and had hundreds of tenants, right? And I believe the mindset, when you ask about the question of mindset, I mean, that that's needed to be in this space to uh, obtain that type of re- report card is understanding your role and your position. I have a good friend of mine. Um, she is the only African-American female judge in uh, Cumberland County in New Jersey. Mm. And she said something to me that was so profound. I use it as often as I can. And she said, as a judge, I sit on this bench and I judge people every day, Mm. right? And determine their fate. Well, as investors, as landlords, we have to stand in judgment of individuals who want to occupy our asset that we have invested thousands of dollars into and they want us to give them the keys and give them possession of that. So the mindset shift is is analyzing and determining and judging those individuals based on data and not on emotion. You got to separate the emotion from the deal. So that's the mindset shift. That's just one spoke in the wheel of the mindset shift that I'm instilling, encouraging you to consider when you get into this space, it ain't personal, it's business. Mm, 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 mm. And that can go for so many other situations in life right now. Um, but I love that being able to separate your emotions from the business of it all. Um, and well, you know, I mean, it's not that we're not inhuman. I don't want to be yeah, so, yeah. so coarse and callous. Yes. But so talk about how that can be or has been a challenge, you know, has there, has there been moments for you personally where you've had to like really step away from it and say, okay, this is business. Let me calm down because we are, we are, we are emotional beings as women. Um, And so I think even with transactions in our own businesses, whether it's real estate or not real estate, um, we have to kind of talk ourselves down sometimes because things do get heated because we care so much. So talk about that. Sure. There there are two examples that I can think of. Number one is on the marketing side of our rental properties. This is, you know, over a span of three decades, whatever, uh, where we used to get phone calls. I'm talking about like old school. We used to list the ad in the paper when a property was available and we would get phone calls. And I would have a questionnaire, a list of questions that I would ask, you know, the individual on the other end of the, uh, of the line. And top of the list was, so how's your credit? 
because it's all about being credit worthy. It's part of the mm-hmm. risk assessment. And this one individual said, oh, you know, listen, my credit stinks, you know, but I really need some place to live. And I had to say, well, good luck to you. Mm. Like, you know, I, I, I want everyone to have, you know, shelter over them and a place to live, but right. I have to look at my checklist and assess the risk of every individual who wants me to give them the keys to the property. The second example that comes to mind is one of our tenants has been, you know, our our uh, on-site property manager. That's what we call our tenants. They are on-site property managers for 14 years. She's about to sign her 14th wow. lease, right? Wow. And probably I think it maybe it was like four years ago, um, you know, her previous boyfriend who used to live at the property, who used to be our tenant, died. tragically died. And Mm. prior to that, always paid on time in full. Well, when that situation happened, her rent was late. And, you know, I waited a couple of days and I finally had to call her and say, you know, is everything okay? And she was totally out of character. Yeah. I had to give her some grace and and step back and give Mm. her a minute because it's business, but we're human. Things happen and we have to be understanding. She got back on course, but it's 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 a balancing act sometimes. Yeah, I, I love that. And um, I love that you're making it okay and giving us permission to still be stern, still be business oriented, but being human. You called it a balance. And I think that's the perfect the perfect description of it um, as a woman in business. Because people expect us to kind of like, oh, it's okay. And it's like, oh, but it's my money at the same time. So, (laughs) you know, so no, I I love that you said that. Um, And so let's kind of land the plane here. If someone wants to um, get connected to your business, I want to get into real estate. I want to get started. Um, You mentioned educating first. Right. Like what is the process if I wanted to work with your company specifically to get started in the real estate business? Sure. So I do coaching sessions. Uh, We can schedule a coaching uh, session with you. I have a whole process of a preliminary survey. I want to see where you are, what your aspirations are, what your knowledge base is. And it's one on one. Uh, So I do one on one coaching. I also do group cohort coaching as well. Uh, That's a little longer period of time. Uh, And they're just are because I'm a creator. There are a plethora of products that you can access on my website, uh, which is www.lldocs30.com. We have self-paced landlord video training that Mm. you can do. We have all the documents that you need, which is behind me, it says Landlord Docs 30. We have a document bundle that provides all the tools that you need, your leases, your applications, everything that you need. Um, We have a checklist bundle. So we have a variety of products that we have created over the years to run our company that we're now making available to the community. Uh, But one-on-one group coaching and products are available. I love it. I love it. I love it. So listen, Kim, this is awesome, awesome information. Um, And ladies, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, Kim is going to be one of the speakers at the Hey Girl Conference. Um, And you're just going to get more of this. You're going to get more information. You're going to get more inspiration. Um, When you go to the Hey Girl Conference, I'll never forget walking into the room and feeling the love. Like it was just like you open the doors and love just poured out of the room. It is a space for women who are doing things, who are 
um, on their way to living the life that they desire to live. Um, so whether that is spiritually, um, entrepreneurially, um, motherly, just as a woman in your relationships, it is a space for you to connect. It's a space for you to learn. It's a space for you to let your hair down and be a person. It's a space for you to grow. It's a space for you to cry if you need to. It's a space for you to get a hug if you need it. Um, I promise you, I walked out of there with a hundred new sisters. Um, and it is such an experience that you need to have, especially in 2023, where we've created ourselves to be islands in some cases, you know, because we're wearing so many hats, we bury ourselves underneath the hats. And then at the bottom of it, you feel alone. Well, this is the place for you at the Hey Girl Conference. Um, shout out to Cassandra. She is the founder of the Hey Girl Conference. Um, if you want to know more about it, more about what the sessions are going to be, you can visit heygirlconference.com. And because you're here listening, you get a coupon code for a little bit of discount off of your ticket. It is Hey Girl Hey 2023 in all caps. That'll also be in the show notes. Um, but you want to get there. If you're in the tri-state area, it's May 13th, 2023 from, I think like nine to four, it's a day of rejuvenation. And the theme is we're going up. Yes. Period. Okay. We're going up in every area of our lives. And so meet me there, meet Kim there. I know know she'll have a table there where she'll be able to talk to you more and you'll be able to um, put hands on the documents and get more information. Um, But let me tell you something. If you're, if you got something from this episode and you know, real estate is something that you're interested in, don't let the Hey Girl Conference be the first time that you're connecting with Kim. Okay, go on her Instagram page, (laughs) watch those lives. And then when you see her at the conference, tell her everything that you learned so far. That is the challenge. Okay, Um, Kim, any last um, words or um, encouragement to those of us who are listening today? In closing, I would say to continue on the whole pouring in in peace is is just to visualize yourself beyond ordinary and and dream about what it is that you want your life to look like and connect with the resources connect with the energy your vibe attracts your tribe mm. so come on to the hey girl conference and get poured into and grow your tribe Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kim. It has been real. Um, And ladies, like I said, all of her links and things will be in the show notes so you can connect with her on all of those platforms. Make sure you continue to tune into the Brittany Smith podcast because we have more of our speakers that are going to be guests right here on the show. And you do not want to miss it. I promise you, by the time you listen to all these episodes, you're going to feel like you know the whole gang. You're just going to feel like you're going to walk in. It's going to be like, hey, I know you. It's going to be great. Somebody like, hey, girl. Exactly. Hey, girl. girl. That's it. That is it. So make sure you join us and we will see you next time on another episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl. I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.